crossing there, and there we go, Scarborough get a goal, and it's Nathan Cartman, the ex-Darlington player, who probably just taps it in by the toe end of his foot, and what a lovely um, goal that was. Come back down to Gell, and that's their wonders with the Adam Gell getting there with it. They're all piled in there, there's a bit of a tug there, and it's a header, and it's an equaliser. Harry Cook, two and two for the ex-Adcaster Hyde United playing Scarborough have made it back to two all. Kenny does it over and into the top corner. What a goal from Mackenzie Heaney. Well, it's now fallen to Bailey Gooder. And it's Scarborough sent the lead there. Bailey Gooder, he likes scoring at that end. The number four, Gooder's come back to Scarborough. Good afternoon and welcome to the Saturday Sports Show here on Coasting County Radio 97.4 FM and online at coastingcountyradio.co.uk. I'm Andrew Smith. And I'm very pleased to say we're going to be continuing our On This Day feature. Ryan Block coming up a little bit later on. But first, we've got one of the FA Amateur Cup final heroes for Whitby Town back in 1965. And on this day, the 27th of March 1965, Whitby Town played their semi-final at Sunderland's old Roker Park ground against Enfield. They were on the winning side, they came from behind and they were victorious in front of 9,000 people. And as goalkeeper Neville Pybus can attest, it was very much like a home game with superb support from North Yorkshire. It felt like a home game because the support from we, we got that season. Well, all the seasons that I played it would be the support was always absolutely fantastic. Yeah, unbelievable. But um, the amazing thing about it is when when we when we when when one down. Um, Peter McHale, who was actually Peter, he was um, an epileptic, and he uh, he got he actually had a, a bit of a fit on the, on on the uh, on the day on the pitch in the game, and had to go off. Um, so we were down to ten men because there were no substitutes in those days, and um, we were one down, and Peter came back on, and actually scored, actually scored, and came back on and scored. Um, and then we went on to win it with a with a Keith Moody penalty. Fantastic! I, I was going to say, I mean, I don't suppose back in 1965 people knew quite so much about epilepsy as they, they do today. I wouldn't have thought so. No, that's right. That's right. I mean, Eddie Barker, the, our captain, he was he was a very good friend of Peter. He grew up with him, and he more or less used to look after him when he when he looked as though. He wasn't feeling very well. Eddie used to look after him, used to recognise it. Um, but in saying that as well, is that um, I played in the Enfield side, was, was an inside forward called Bill Bloomfield. And I played with Bill Bloomfield when he played for West Auckland. Uh, and he went from West Auckland down to Enfield to play for Enfield because he, was, he became an international player. Um, so that was um, it was nice to see Billy Bloomfield on, on that day as well. And I guess that just shows the, the the quality in that Enfield side, the fact that they'd beaten you the season before, but also as you say, you had these players with, with international caps. Absolutely right, as were Hendon. Obviously, Hendon in the final they had six internationals. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was a lot of internationals in in the, in the southern part of uh, of amateur football. And of course, uh, that uh, the Amateur Cup, the the, uh, the equivalent of the FA Trophy, 
uh, that we have now, the absolute pinnacle of the of the amateur game. And in, Whitby went on to, to get the win over Enfield. As you say, you played at Wembley Stadium in front of 45,000 right. people. I mean, what an incredible absolutely experience. Incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. We, I, I still have the DVD of it and just look at it now and, now and again. Because the DVD shows starts with Whitby being practically ghost town. Everybody's at Wembley, and goes it goes on for there. Shows the game, and then obviously they're coming back on the bus, uh, and they even there were crowds even up up the top of um, of slides even, um, waving us down into Whitby, and then the, in, into the crowd. It, uh, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. I was going to say that it's well worth finding out on uh, uh, on YouTube and on uh, all, all the other social media if you search out for the Whitby Town Hendon Amateur right. Final of 1965. As you say, even though it was a, a defeat on the day for Whitby Town, you you were certainly received as heroes, weren't you? We certainly did. We, yeah, we, we 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 did well. It's just that we were against we were up against a better side, but uh, we. We 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 did well. I'm pleased. Um, I know the supporters were, were were quite pleased with us. Well, very pleased with us all. Indeed. Yeah. And 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 yourself, Neville. I mean, obviously we're in the midst of the of the COVID pandemic. Uh, how have you coped with everything over the last twelve months? I'm I'm being fine, thank you. Yeah, I've been okay. Um, I'm now I'm now a golfer. When when I started finished playing soccer, um, what do I do with the Saturday afternoons? So I started playing golf. So I've been playing golf since I retired from from football. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So obviously within the within the within the pandemic, the courses have been closed. But uh, I keep myself all right. I'm a keen gardener as well. Yeah. Excellent. So some plenty, plenty of good sources of uh, of exercise and, and getting out and about, which I suppose is exactly. That's what it's all about. And uh, yeah. do you sometimes keep a close eye on uh, on Whitby Town now, the, the modern oh, oh. day team? Oh, I go onto the website every week and look at the website every week without fail. Um, and uh, it's just nice to see that uh, they had quite a good good mid season last last year. But um, the last time we actually saw them play was when we had our 50th anniversary of Wembley when we, when there was a game on and. Uh, it was good to see the standards of play as well. Absolutely, yeah, yes, back in 2015. Um, and uh, yeah, and do, do you do you still manage to keep in touch with some of the uh, the, the the players of of, of that uh, 1965 era? Well, well, there's only four of us left now, Andrew. Actually, uh, of the team that played, there's only four of us left. I speak to Alan Kennelly nearly every week. Uh, we speak and uh, talk about old times. Talk about what's going on now. Talk about the, the Premiership and all sorts. Um, we are actually uh, we actually um, had a, uh, went to uh, Roy Edwards' funeral just uh, just round about January time, and I saw Eddie Barker there and Alan Kennelly, and uh, there's Maurice Cross. So there's Maurice Crossways, Eddie Barker, Alan Kennelly, myself left from that side that played. Yeah, indeed. Um, so, so yeah, a, a, a sad occasion, but a, a, at least a chance to to catch up with the with the, with the survivors oh, yeah. players of of, of, right. of that era. I, I don't think that that those achievements will be matched 
uh, anytime soon by the uh, uh, the current Whitby Town, but but certainly they've had those moments, and, and of course, uh, um, 32 years later, they were to go to Wembley Stadium, and and, and they were on the winning side, of course, in the FA Absolutely right, it was fantastic. That yeah, you must remember in our days, Andrew, um, there was only two games played ever played at Whitby in the 60s. That was the FA Cup final and the Amateur Cup final. There was no games other than that played at Wembley. Now there's games every week at Wembley, practically. Yeah, indeed, and that, that obviously added to the to the occasion and 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 perhaps another reason for such a such a huge crowd. And, uh, and I think for me, amazing to think that that almost exactly a, a year later, England would would become world champions in the same pitch. That's right, exactly. Amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a pity that in those days that, that we didn't have the substitutes that, that uh, you have now. You know, you have five to seven substitutes now. In those days, you didn't have a substitute. And in our game at Wembley, uh, when Maurice Crossway got injured after about 15 minutes, that didn't help us. Obviously, he was hobbling on the left wing uh, up against a good side like Hendon. So we held our own until half-time, and then obviously they, they got the better of us. Neville Pybus there, Whitby Town legend and the goalkeeper in 1965 when they reached the final of the FA Amateur Cup. Later on, we're going to be talking cricket with John Green. Now, there's a name and there's a man who people know very well in the Scarborough area. He's from the Yorkshire Cricket Board. We're going to be hearing lots more, especially about a certain Sri Lankan test batsman that will be making his way to Folkton and Flixton. So uh, we'll be telling all about that with John a little bit later on. Also hearing from Bruce Reed from Whitby Rugby Club about their Raise the Roof Fund and also Mark Jackson at Slight Juniors who will start their training this Monday. But before that, when we come back, we're going to be talking on this day with our Scarborough man. Yes, it's Ryan Blot going back just a few years to 2010. <laughs> 